Welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Boys, presented by Shitpost. I am the man they call Beach. I am joined, as always, by Kyle, JB, and CJ. Before we get into today's podcast, like I tell you every time, like, comment, subscribe, share the news, spread the word of Shitpost, put on the podcast for your friends, for your family, for your pets, for your fish. Those are also pets, but maybe the aquatic life want to hear this. Maybe fucking play it for the hot fucking mermaids down at fucking the, the coastal Carolina. JB knows all about slamming that fucking mermaid puss, boy. Like and subscribe. Um, I don't know where to begin. We've been ha- we've been gone for two weeks. We're all back, so I guess we'll just start with a life update from everybody. And I will start with uh, JB. Um, Jake, what's uh, what's happening over there on the uh, East Coast? Well, it's actually fucking cold right now. It's like 25 degrees when I got up this morning. I felt like I was back home. But other than that, nothing new out here. Hmm. Yeah, it's been... Uh, shit, living in a bar, <laughs> going to work. <laughs> it's been fairly cold here. Kyle, what about you? Uh, well, after a month, I'm finally almost over a sinus infection. Uh had a good time at the Friendsgiving get-together, although we were down a boy, rotten, dirty son of a bitch. Who's that? Old uh, JB. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, you know, you know, I had a, I had a first date last week, and uh, I got to make an announcement. I was going to make it on uh, at Friendsgiving. I was going to FaceTime JB to rope him in, but got an announcement. After seven months... Crazy bitches are back on the menu. <laughs> Fucking least shocking thing I've heard. I mean, probably not. I told really. you it wouldn't last a year. No, listen, I'm just, I think it's just females in general I'm tired of, but I'm not gay. So I'm between a rock and a hard place. Uh, and a hard place happens to be my dick. Um, mm. I just don't know. I'm just going to be single. You know, I've been focusing on work. Uh, that's been going really well. Uh, people, I don't know, I'm being like, openly accepted as a supervisor at work. One of the cool things about the YMCA is I can always transfer out because Hey man, really how much are they fucking paying you for this commercial? But they're not. <laughs> uh, this is a fucking bit. This is a bit. I've ever seen one. No, I'm actually, I'm not, it feels weird because I don't really have anything to complain about other than women, so that feels like a blessing for me. Uh, yeah. Uh, Go team. Go team. Well, CJ, what about you? You find your fucking car keys yet? Nope. Nope. The car keys are still gone. Uh, no fucking clue where they are. I. It has been a fucking shit show of a week, boys. Uh, I've been high for, well, I think, five days straight. And, Hell yeah. Hell uh, right, brother. Dude, I just, I don't know where the fuck those keys went, man. I'm, it's still, it pisses me off. It's been pissing me off for the last three days. Uh, but I didn't think my spare worked, so I got that all figured out. So at least I can drive my car now. But, uh, yeah, man, I, I don't got shit else to talk about. This fucking key thing has just ruined my life. Well, I checked Snowball, double checked it, and uh, they are not in there. I even pulled they're the not, seat out. They're not, listen, dude, they're not in your car. They're not in Ryland's car. Those are the only two places I was outside of my house. I've turned, I flipped my couch over. I undid all the backs of the couch. I flipped over the spare room, the game room. 
I've done every fucking thing possible. Those keys are not in this fucking house. I'm about to go dig through the trash cans. Does uh does does Callie have a hiding spot for like things when she's mad at you? I fucking fine though, dude. If she does, I ask. found half my shit. <laughs> she's not very good at hiding it. <laughs> let's yeah, move on. Whatever. Yeah, let's move on to something that I know you'll want to talk about. Um mm-hmm. Old fucking no longer crippled man Jones, Tiger Woods, came with the fucking hero. Uh, Tiger recently said that he wants to play in a tournament a month. Lofty goal for a man who's been uh, through the ringer with injuries with his back and liquefying his leg. But uh, here we go. It's time for CJ to get his hopes up on Tiger winning another tournament. And I'm just going to give you about five minutes to uh, give us your best sell job here. All right, okay, listen. I mean, like, we all knew I was going to do this, right? But I so he's come back. I think all three times he's come back, he's come back at the Hero. So, like, if he he was going to come back this year, this is going to be the tournament that he was going to do it at. Uh, Was I surprised a little bit, but not completely, just because this is a pattern, right? Um, We've seen that. He's been walking with Charlie. He's been caddying for him at tournaments. There's videos of him walking courses. He's not limping at all. Um, he did have a re- another surgery for his ankle that took care of that plantar fasciitis. So he said he's not dealing with any pain when he's walking, um, which is huge, man. For a guy that's been through – his body's been through that much, uh, I, I'm i shook that he still plays like every once in a while. I don't – I don't expect him to win, although, yes, I did bet on him already to win. Uh, also, backdoor top five and backdoor top ten. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, will I ever stop doing that? No, because the one time that it hits is worth the $5 that I put on it every time he plays. So, whatever. But um, – I think a tournament a month is a lofty goal as well. I He'll play in all four majors, I think, and then he'll play in, like, the players, and then probably, like... I think that's more realistic. Yeah. Beth Page, you know, like... I don't, I don't big, see a tournament. A tournament a month seems a little fucking... A little bit too yeah. much. Now, I mean, if, if he does get to where he is playing a tournament a month, I think I like him to win again more than I would if he wasn't doing that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I think I think he has to he like there's no he has to play competitive golf repetitively in order to win again. Like he's not just going to come out of left field and win a fucking major again. Like that's not going to happen. So, I don't know. It's interesting. It's cool to watch. I'll watch as much as I can this weekend. Um but yeah, I mean, if you feel like putting uh, five dollars on Tiger Woods to win this tournament, you might win like seven fifty. So it's a decent bet. <laughs> Forego your morning cup of Starbucks and bet on yep. Tiger. Exactly. I mean, and what like exactly? What's the worst that happens? You don't get a cup of coffee tomorrow. Big fucking world. Who cares? But you get to root for Tiger to win. That's way more valuable than anything else. Which you should already be doing, as long as you're not a dumb bitch. That too. Oh, oh shit! Did we talk about his ex girlfriend yet? No, we did. So she dropped. She, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she dropped the lawsuit and said she was lying. There was no sexual assault ever. So Shocker. this world has an epidemic of gold digging whores 
and we need to get to the bottom of it. Hey, you can call them whores, too. That's what they are. That's true. We got to get to the bottom of it, though, man. Tired of seeing these heroes get chopped down by women. I'm just kidding. Speaking They're of not, whores, speaking of, <laughs> speaking of uh, whores, another word for whores we could say in pro wrestling vernacular would be Mark. So speaking of these Marks getting chopped down, Kyle, we're going to talk a little wrestling real quick because my boy, one of my top five of all time, Pepsi Phil, Cash Money Punk, Cookie Monster Punk, Chicago Made Punk, Return to the Fed back in, back in WWE, AEW shills are in shambles. And I'm an A I like AEW. I'm wearing a fucking AEW I, shirt. I do too. I but here's you know, here's the problem. Uh, here's the problem. CM Punk. Go ahead. CM Punk being back in WWE is is the headline right now. And I loved the the outrage that there was from a subsect, which one of the most toxic communities you can be a part of online is the online wrestling community. Because everybody thinks they know what the fuck they're talking about, reading these goddamn dirt sheets. CM Punk just got paid a truckload of cash to go back to the biggest wrestling company in the world, and everybody's buying it fucking hook, line, and sick. Like, he ain't going to last there fucking two months. He's a fucking prick. Blah, 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 blah. All this does, AEW in the span of two years lost Cody Rhodes and CM Punk. Death nail. This is death nail shit. I want to hear what you guys say about it. Uh, I Uh, I love me some Philly Phil. I want this fucking Seth Rollins CM Punk rivalry now. I don't want to wait. I want it now because they're going to shoot on each other or maybe potato each other a couple of times. This is money move for Phil, money move for the Fed, and just really, fuck, dude, I'm very interested to see what AEW is going to do Wednesday night. They probably won't even reference it, but fucking star-deprived, you could say that uh, company is right now. Um, yeah, you look at what AEW has been doing um... – you know, they've been – I'm not going to discount signing Will Ospreay because I think that was a terrific signing by AEW. But other than that, they're getting the old recycled, watered-down versions of past WWE legends mm-hmm. like Adam Copeland. Mm-hmm. Christian Cage, who is doing some of his best work. Good work. Chris, doing, Christian is doing good work, yes. I think he's doing his best work right now. Uh Ever, it's just incredible. Go ahead, CJ. Isn't <clears throat> correct me if I'm wrong, but is this not just a pattern that we see with wrestling? No, it happens like, in every era. I mean, it, yeah, it, it's just it just rolls over and rolls over and rolls over and just keeps happening. Like at some point, you got to figure something out, right? Yeah. So ten years ago, when CM Punk was fired on his wedding day um, from <laughs> WWE, and then successfully sued the WWE because of medical reasons. Yep. Um, there wasn't a big, a bridge left. No. But because AEW has an absolute Mark wrestling fan as a controlling owner and booker, mm. they didn't help rebuild the most badly burnt bridge in the history of the business. <laughs> they rebuilt it for them. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at the CM Punk that showed up on Saturday and Monday night, and you look at a, any second that he was in AEW, he looked fucking miserable. 
He looked so unhappy while he was there. I am not excusing his behavior because I do think that he was a little bit out of bounds with the way he handled things. However, with that being said, he's earned a little bit of leeway. Guys like Jungle Boy and the Bucks, they haven't. They haven't earned that. They haven't earned that right. And I just feel like he was really, really genuinely unhappy at AEW. So whenever they Mm -hmm. gave him that out, he took it. And, you know, the rumors started swirling instantly. Oh, Chicago has Survivor Series in three months. Made so much Um, sense. And it, it it all lined up really well, but the there was a work involved by Triple H, and it was masterful because mm-hmm. for let's call it twelve to eighteen weeks, all WWE did every day was deny any interest in CM Punk. There was none. There was no negotiation. There wasn't. That's because they were telling the truth. And mm-hmm. then last week. CM Punk and Triple H had a private meeting, and the only people that knew he was coming was Triple H, CM Punk, and Nick Khan, the uh, CEO of the company. Um, Three people knew. That's why you saw some... Now, I think that there is some uh, playing up the heat angle coming from from Seth. I I know that he doesn't like Punk. He He doesn't like Cody Rhodes either, but he did business with him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that's probably what we're going to be looking at night one of mania is those two. I think, I think, I think Phil's going to get his mania match and I think he's going to do awesome work. Um, but most importantly, he seems happy to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll leave you with my favorite quote from anything that he said this week. Um, he's the only reason that I watched Monday night raw this week yep. and I watched a three hour show just so I could see him. Yep. Um, and uh, it, it just speaks in volumes because what was what were people talking about all weekend? Were they talking about EO Sky jumping from the top rope with a trash can in her hands while she landed on three other broads? No, no. even though that was fucking lit. Mm-hmm. Uh, were they talking about the men's war games match, which was pretty mid to be honest, but with Randy Orton returning? No. 76 million people by Monday night had seen the clip of CM Punk returning. The dude pushes the fucking needle. He fucking roundhouse kicks the motherfucker. All the punk haters in the world, and some of my friends are punk haters, and that's okay. You're allowed to have that opinion. Of course. But you cannot deny how much this guy moves the needle. Mm -hmm. Um, And my favorite thing that Punk said on Monday night was after he dropped the microphone, he looked at the camera, and I want this to be on a fucking shirt. He yep. said, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money. And he winked at the fucking camera. He hasn't missed a beat. He seemed a little watered down, but mm-hmm. I think that'll iron itself out in due time. Um, and I think he realizes that some of his behavior at AEW is not shit that, uh, that Triple H or anybody at WWE are going to put up with. Um, so he mm-hmm. does have to be on his best behavior for the most part, but I think he seems happy and I think that he's going to do some pretty great work and it's awesome. Never thought I'd ever see him in a WWE ring again. Uh, until he came out on Monday, I still thought it was fake. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's really awesome to see him back in a WWE ring and maybe see some, 
uh, cool matches. But there's one guy that ends up looking the worst, and that's uh, Brian Danielson. Uh, because Brian Danielson was the guy that headed up the committee that decided to cut him. Um, and they just made the WWE so much fucking money. 75 million views on the video. 75 million views that AEW potentially could have fucking garnered. Like the when he came out on Rampage, the, the debut in AEW, it was their, it's their most viewed video. It will still be mm-hmm. the most viewed video. This shit, listen... I identify so much with Mr. Phil Brooks because I do think he is genuinely a miserable prick, but I think he's a miserable prick with a fucking reason. Like me, I'm a miserable prick with a reason. If you ask me why I am a certain way towards somebody, I will tell you why I am, and I will tell you why that person made me that fucking way. And I think people like Jungle Boy and the Bucks and people who are a little bit bit more sensitive around the fucking ears than some see that as just overriding aggression. It's not overriding aggression. It's like, hey... If you're going online talking behind my back on these fucking sheets trying to get money out of my pocket, fuck you. If you're trying to water down my push and my creative and my trying to start these shit like, oh, he said this about this person. He got Colt Cabana fired. Dude, go go fuck yourself. I have nothing. To go watch the pipe bomb we did with Tony. He had nothing to fucking do with that. So I fully, fully am fucking on board with Pepsi Man Phil. Cash money, Phil. I I want him to be. I want I want him to be like the million dollar, the straight edge million dollar man. I want him to come out in a fucking suit and like blow his nose with a hundred dollar bill and throw it at a guy with an AEW shirt. I want him just to be a shit house fucking heel. I want him to be a fucking bad guy, and I want Seth to be like, see, I told you he was a cocksucker. <laughs> I told you, and it's fucking Seth. I can't wait for it, Jake. I wish you could have seen these two motherfuckers when that happened live. Okay. <laughs> so we're we're doing what we normally do. We're watching football. We're hanging out. We're eating turkey and shit. And then this motherfucker comes out, and you would have thought that Dylan had just seen the JFK assassination for the first <laughs> time live and in person. Like Good it was me. incredible, man. It was incredible. I would have paid to be there. Couldn't believe it. It was incredible. Um, Kyle's back. He dropped out there, but he's back. Um, yeah, we're done with this segment. Uh, shout out, <laughs> Phil. But let's move on to balling with the boys. Uh, boys, what's going on right now? I know we got the uh, in-season tournament happening, and I watched Stephen A. bitch about the Lakers for fucking 14 minutes today. So <laughs> that's all the interlude I have. You guys take it away. <laughs> Uh, Jake, you start. Well, since you mentioned the in-season tournament, I wasn't sure what what to think about it at the beginning of the year, but I think I've decided I'm a fan. It just it, it doesn't necessarily mean that much, but it seems like the players get up for it and whatnot, so that's that's good. It makes for entertaining games. Um, so I like it so far. I think it'll probably end up sticking for a while. Um, I'm I'm glad that they didn't treat it like it was an all star game. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that's it's great that they're like really taking it seriously, and that I, I think right. it'll it'll do well it's, over the years. It's good because yeah. it counts as a regular game as well. Exactly. So it's not like people yeah. are just gonna not show up for it. Right. I think uh, like just to piggyback off of what you said, where it doesn't mean any uh, much. It doesn't mean much yet. Right. Uh, you, you know. Yeah. Give it because this isn't some. This is something that Adam Silver's wanted for a while. Um, this isn't going anywhere, whether people like it or not. 
right. do think uh, having it be on a point system, uh, just it really it encourages Bush League basketball. So I think that they're going to have to do something with the scoring, uh, the point scoring, because it just like, uh, for example, the Bull, Bulls and Celtics game, uh, when they were doing the post-game handshakes, Billy Donovan and Joe Mazzola got into it because they were just, you know, they were up by 20 or something like that. And they were still just like running, running, running. Like, yeah. what are you doing? It's like, it incur- not that I'm saying that there's anything wrong with that because f- I haven't watched a single Bulls game this year. They fucking suck. They can suck my left. But nut. also, in I, in situations like that, I hate when people are like, "Oh, well, you shouldn't run up the score, bitch." This is a profession. Okay? Yes, but but that is also something that causes NBA fights. Well, um, that's it, fine. In- it causes fights but- in everyday life. But I'm just saying, you're a professional. <laughs> Be better at your job if you don't want me to score 200 points. Not my I problem. I agree with that. I Not agree with it, but it's about the culture, and and there are two leagues that run basically entirely on culture, and that's the NBA and the NHL. Uh, so I, I think that they will have to, like, tweak that a little bit. Like I said, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with running up the score because it's one of my favorite things to do in the world. But <laughs> uh, it encourages – Bush League tactics that are seen as Bush League tactics. I think we've all seen the clip of Jeff T talking about when Lance Stevenson scored the layup on the Raptors up by like 15, and then PJ tried to fight the entire team. It's a great clip. If you haven't (laughs) seen it, be on the lookout for Jeff T podcast clips because they are beyond gold. (laughs) Um, One thing I think that I do want to talk about and it's, I'll invite everyone into this conversation because this is not a topic that I like to talk about. But with what LeBron James is doing this season, it's time for the talk. And you all know what talk I mean. It's time to talk about LeBron James being the best player to ever play the game. That talk has been decided is. for me for two years. I know, yeah, James, dude. I'm, I know it has. I'm fucking out but what he MJ. is doing. What he is doing in year 21. It's stupid. It's, no, it's, it's, it's indisputable in my opinion. Um, MJ, you can say that MJ is the greatest postseason player of all time, which would also be inaccurate. Um, <laughs> but you could say it, you know, he's, he went six for six. Bill Russell lost a couple finals. You could make that argument. Sure. But then you can have conversations about guys like Robert Ory who have eight. Um, so, Which is fucking bonkers. We're talking about the, the best <laughs> basketball player. Not the best winner. Not the best scorer. The best basketball player who is elite at every single aspect of the game. Now, defensively in year 21, he's not really there, nor should he be. Right. He, he earned the right <laughs> yeah. to, to jog down the sideline and play turnstile defense. He's earned that right. Um, But in his prime, he made chase down blocks a thing. He can guard guard one through five. You can't say that about Michael Jordan, which is just because he was smaller, but still. He, in his prime, he could. Now I I would say that he can guard four through five. 
Uh, right now, yeah. <laughs> you could push him to but, three. But, you could push him to three. But but LeBron, what he's doing um, this season is just – it's bonkers. And people say, oh, if MJ played 21 – no, no, because his body no, was dude. done after 14. His body was done after 10. But because Michael was the GOAT at the time, he was able to do that. Um, he is just – he's cooking everyone. And he's, I, older I, than, he's older than multiple coaches, and he's averaging 25, 7.5, <laughs> 6.5, and 56% shooting. And he's older <laughs> than a fucking coach. <laughs> That's stupid. Um, and I, uh, there is one stat that you're missing here. So, so he's played – Oh wait, no. Sorry, those are last year's stats. Never mind. You have the accurate ones. He could he could uh, be some people I know's dad. All right, <laughs> like this man, he's a grown up. Okay, not like so. He's thirty years old. Two years potentially. He's closer to his... retirement than he is like his twenties. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's just. It's just not fair. And, and, like, he pooped on Cleveland in Cleveland the other night. <sighs> Fucking 28 or 22, 6 and 6 again on 71, uh, like, 5 of 7 from free throw. He's just, he's the best player. So I just, I just thought of another thing I just heard the other day, and it was a great point. I don't really, it was Isaiah Thomas that was saying it. And, I don't really respect some of shit he says, but he was saying the reason that he puts LeBron ahead of Michael is because looking at the coaches that he's had, Michael Jordan had some of the best coaches ever his entire career through college all the way through the NBA. And then he's like, even talked about himself. He had great coaches as well. And he's like, look who LeBron James has had. He came into the league as a fucking 18 year old and he's had, he's had good coaches here and there but not the whole time, and as an 18-year-old or a 19- or 20-year-old carried a no-name team to the finals with no college even, so he he d- didn't have anybody there fucking teaching him the way, and he still is doing this. Um, fuck Isaiah. Um, I, I, yeah, fuck <laughs> Isaiah. I have nothing good to say yeah. about Isaiah Thomas. I thought he it was a good stepped, point, though. It, it, it's It's – it's an all right point. I'll, I'll, I, I, if you had just said, if you had said literally any other player, I'd been like, you know what? That's a good point. But the second you said Isaiah Thomas, I was about to start looking up everything that I hate about him. Um, he, no, he's a clown. He is, but... And also, he did say it to be petty. That was also part of it. Probably, he but he included not... himself in the conversation. Yeah, I mean, he, you expect him to tell a never... story and not include himself in it? <laughs> Fair. Yeah, that's Come a good on. He's talking about why that's someone was better point. than him, though. Yeah, Jesus. Um, I hate Isaiah Thomas more than I love pussy. <laughs> um, I, my whole night's ruined now. I'm Didn't mean to get involved in Isaiah Thomas. Uh, but LeBron James. LeBron um, James. LeBron, he's in his... It's there's no more words. Let's just stop the act. <laughs> like that's what it's been for ten years as an act. That oh no, he's not the best. He couldn't do this. He couldn't do that. Motherfucker is six foot eight, two hundred and fifty pounds. He could do that in the nineties. He could have done that in the eighties and the seventies too. Even without the footwear, uh, he is. 
This is how you know he's the best. So this is from JJ Reddick. I think you guys have all seen the video. But he's not considered a scorer, but he has the most points in the he is the only player in the history of professional of the NBA to score thirty nine thousand points, and he's a pass first player. He's the best player to ever touch an orange fucking potato. It's fucking done. <laughs> stop with the act. Stop. It, it just stop. Michael Jordan is the second best player of all time, and that's fucking great. Hang on. <laughs> went, Hang on. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Listen, LeBron's Cue great the villain all. music here. LeBron's great and all, but I last time I checked, and I'm not talking about the remake. I'm talking about the old school Monstars team. I've never seen fucking <laughs> LeBron take the fucking Monstars to the goddamn fucking chip. <laughs> and that remake was ass, by the way. It was ass. But go ahead. It was. Um, if you're gonna, if you're looking for a LeBron James movie, just watch The Train Wreck. Even though it has your least favorite person <laughs> in the world in it, but he and yeah, Bill Hader, he, he and she's the worst in that movie too. So it's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Also, John Cena's cameo, uh, yeah. Electric. Um, but yeah, I just, I'm tired of it. This is the reason why I've avoided this talk with anybody that ever wants to talk about basketball. Because it's stupid. It's a stupid, pointless exercise. He's not the best right. player in the world right now, but he's the best player who's ever touched a basketball. That's why people come to the podcast and want hot takes like that. LeBron James, greatest basketball player of all time. That's a lukewarm take! <laughs> well, <laughs> did, did you guys see that video of Dion uh, telling, doing an interview and saying uh, that the best athlete he knew was his crackhead cousin? Yeah. Yeah, Junebug. Well, why didn't Junebug make anything out of himself? Well, he's a crackhead. Crack what the head. fuck you think? <laughs> he, he never catches He's so shifty, so fast. That's uh. that. You know, we've got beachisms and we've got primisms. Uh, <laughs> it, it's it's not Name just prime, one. one like, it's not even. It's not even like the. It, it's it's the. It's not even the words. It's just the way he just so casually, offhandedly says, "Oh, he was crackhead." let's let's move on to our week 12 (laughs) recap and we'll talk about one of Dion's former teams first the dallas cowboys are they legit boys they throttled the commies on a wonderful thanksgiving night great night to be a dallas fan dak's been balling out um i do want to say they were my preseason pick to go and lose the super bowl the Bengals were my other ones. That's dead in the water. So whether or not I like it or not, I am now a wife-beating Cowboys fan, and I have to, <laughs> I have to, I have to just stick on it. Uh, but I do want to rack off a couple stats here. The Dallas Cowboys this season have yet to beat a team with more than four wins. Here are the teams that they have beat, gentlemen: <clears throat> the New York Giants twice, the Jets, the Patriots, the Chargers, the Rams, the Panthers, and the Commies. Uh, so I'll go ahead and say it. Dallas, frauds or nah? Not frauds. They beat the piss out of each and every one of those teams. Yeah. Yeah, the Bears Listen, beat yeah, the piss out but... of the fucking Commanders, too. No, they're okay, frauds. That's fine. No, 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 no. Listen, 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 listen. There's a lot of teams in this league that are that are good that don't beat teams the way they should. 
Okay. Kansas City doesn't beat teams that are shit the way they should. Dallas has done exactly what they should have done. I said it. They they have done exactly what they should have done each and every week outside of getting shit smacked by San Francisco and barely losing to the best team in football right now. I'm just okay. The best two teams in football, they lost to them. Big deal. They've done exactly their job since then. They're not the best team in football, but they're no. not they're not a fraud. Do they have a legitimate chance to win a playoff game? Absolutely. Yeah. A playoff game. I'll co-sign. Two play- I can say they'll go- they could easily go to the NFC championship and just fine. To the Eagles. Okay, that's fine, but they could just they could easily do that. And to be honest, with 33 passing yards in the first quarter last week. The Eagles aren't shit either. They're just well, big enough well, to hold well, you well, 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 They're 10 and 1. Okay. We're good, they're, we're good they're a good team. They're a good team. But we're I'm good. saying they have bad halves. They have bad games. They slip up in the playoffs. They can get beat. So let's, we'll actually flip it here. We'll talk about the Eagles here, kind of conjuncture here. Uh, the Eagles had a abysmal first half, but then showed the thing that I said is the reason why I have certain teams I think will make the Super Bowl, and that is the Eagles, because they have that fucking dog in them. And mm-hmm. the, the Jake Elliott kick in the rain to go to fucking overtime, that's a championship. That will not be lost on them. That's a championship I, I caliber say, fucking moment. They won that game solely because of a bonehead error by either Gabe Davis or Josh Allen, whoever misread right. that fucking play in the yeah. end zone. But and what, and otherwise, what? that's game over. And you can you can chuck in there the Josh Allen turnovers that I've been harping on that that's that's cripple that's crippling the Bills to yeah. a certain they didn't cripple them in that game but certainly fucking didn't help. So if you're if you're the Dallas Cowboys, is it really the only two teams in the NFC you don't want to see? Are the Niners and the Eagles or do I think so? Yeah, I think, I think that's they beat it. the hell like, out of anybody else too. The Lions going to beat them? No, no. So I'm, I'm not I saying think, that. I'm not saying Philadelphia. The Falcons going to beat them? Hell no. No, the Falcons are. I the, haven't Detroit been on the has a good day. I no. haven't. Not even that. They're eight. They're eight and three, and they. They. I mean, honestly, I'm not a Lions guy. I'm not trying to be a Lions guy. But they <laughs> should be nine and two. The Lions yeah. are good, but I think the Cowboys are better. Um. But but we're talking about. We're also talking about two different fucking teams that show up. The Dallas Cowboys in the regular season usually show up. The Dallas Cowboys in the fucking playoffs haven't showed up since 1998. That's a different okay. conversation, though. We're just talking about what we've I'm just so saying. far. Are they frauds or not? And the Eagles were in the fucking Super Bowl last year and should have won it without bad officiating. Oh, I'm on one today. <laughs> Love keep you guys. That, keep that momentum for... <laughs> Another edition of the Ballad of the New England Patriots featuring your boy right here. <laughs> um, I watched. I couldn't wait all week to f- week for this. I watched start to finish that game, oh. Pat's game, and the Giants, oh. and it set me back. I I thought I thought I was legitimately legitimately losing my mind watching <laughs> Mac Jones throw two of the worst interceptions I've ever seen in my life. And I said this last time I had to talk about Mac. I didn't think the interception could got fucking worse. Oh boy, it fucking did. Um, there are three, and and for everybody who doesn't know, Tommy DeVito beat Bill Belichick. This is normally <laughs> something that does not happen. <laughs> like Tommy DeVito, Zach Wilson, other unfortunate motherfucker Nathan Peterman that have to play Belichick. He eats their fucking lunch. But the fucking have, gabagool. 
we we have the closest thing to a bipedal Stephen Hawking minus the brain <laughs> at quarterback and Bailey Zappi. We have two. We have tank commanders. We are now. We've been tanking all year. We have. If we're going off tank commanders, we have the elite. We have General Mac and Lieutenant Zappi. These two motherfuckers <laughs> tank any fucking. T- if you this is a lethal poison that has been injected into the NFL. I've been bitching about how bad the games have been, and partially it's because I'm watching New England Patriots football. And I'm like, man, bro, brother, this fucking stinks. Back-to-back <laughs> weeks, our defense – we have a, we have the number four defense in the league over the past two weeks. We held the Colts to under 10 points. We hold the motherfucking Giants to fucking exactly 10 points. It, it's a clusterfuck here. So I want I to tell you boys right now in a loud, clear voice, fuck the New England Patriots. This is this yeah! is bad. This is bad football all the way around. And something this is gonna be a chaotic offseason. I have three endings for you boys. I've thought about this. I've basically done this like a choose your own adventure game, like fucking Dungeons and Dragons. Like I'll roll a 20-sided dice to go fuck a dragon lady in her fucking egg hole. This is this yeah, is you what, will. this is why I have time, to do. by the way. There's a good there's a good ending a neutral ending, and the chaotic ending here for the New England Patriots after the season. I'll start with the good ending. The good ending is we ship Mac Jones in a box back to whatever pasty white cream factory he fucking came out of. Kyle, go ahead. <laughs> At this point, isn't he just Madge? Hey, right, I think, <laughs> I think, we, set, he's, he's I think we settled on... Ah, uh, um, fuck, putting Madge back in. <laughs> I, think, I, think we, I think we settled on Akja. That's his name now. He's lost all. He's got A C space and then the letter J. Akja. He should just be ah, because that's what fans say when he's in the game. No <laughs> shit. So the good end. We ship off Mac. <laughs> Belichick sticks around. He hands over the reins of building this roster to somebody who I don't know fucking knows what he's doing. We end up doing the <laughs> smart thing and taking a quarterback, either Caleb or Drake May, in the draft. We take him at the pick right there because we are we've seen what a high upside quarterback like CJ Stroud can do to a franchise. Give him hope. Give him a player that can actually make plays. Or Mac Jones can't operate the offense. We need somebody who can at least operate the offense. So we take the we take the pick on a high caliber fucking quarterback. Maybe make a couple move. Maybe move Judon to try to get to the third or fourth, and maybe fucking come back around for a fucking wide receiver, maybe that worthy kid or another one of those fucking idiots uh, or Evers. <laughs> I don't, they're all fucking idiots. I don't, I don't fucking know. Last time we took a receiver high, it was Nikhil Harry. Fuck off. So they're fucking idiots until proven otherwise. That's Chicago the, Bears legend. That's the, that's the good ending is we draft some high upside young talent, build around them, hope they hit. The neutral ending is we ship Mac Jones off. We make a trade with the Vikings to get Kirk fucking Cousins. Or we sign on a fucking deal to give him the bag. We then draft Marvin fucking Harrison to give fucking Kirk his new Jettas in New England. And we see what the fuck we can do and try to bring in veteran free agents to that offensive line. That's neutral ending. I'm not going to hate that. The chaotic ending. <laughs> Belichick's gone. Mac stays. Oh, oh, God. I think this is possible. Gerard Mayo gets promoted to head coach. Belichick goes to fucking goddamn Los Angeles and builds a dynasty with fucking Justin Herbert. We trade the first pick. We draft Brock fucking Bowers at tight end. Because we have to take an (laughs) offensive weapon. So we'll take a tight end that we don't fucking need. Now, he's a great tight end. We don't fucking need him. 
Then we fucking trade even further back in the fucking draft. Draft a fucking D3 wide receiver named fucking Eugene Gibson the fourth from fucking uh, Brigham Young University, who Belichick's dad was related to when his dad played at fucking Navy, fucking 65 goddamn years or 95 years ago this fucking point, dusty old Belichick fucking dad. <laughs> and Mac Jones continues being this fucking quarterback that we have. But we bring in we bring in a veteran free agent though to compete. We bring in a Matt Ryan. We bring in a Matt Ryan to help <laughs> compete with this fucking job. Or better than Carson fucking Wentz. Or yeah. Andy Dalton. <laughs> we bring in one of these fucking idiots. Or we Derek Carr. Fuck knows. The Saints might cut Carr. Hey, does he fucking get a high enough pick? Red Rocket hair might as well, good with that Pat's blue. Fuck off. Might as well bring, might as well bring uh, David Carr in for a tryout. Treat out. <laughs> Hell yeah. He can still throw the rock, man. I've seen it on TV. The chaotic ending oh, is... must be it, real then. The chaotic <laughs> ending, you can shove everything out there. And we just keep Mac Jones. And, and you know what? Fuck, we'll make it even more chaotic. We don't take Brock Bowers. We take, I don't fucking know. Not even that fucking generational guard, Fashani. We take somebody else. That's chaotic ending. Belichick gone, Mac stays. That's my personal hell. That would be, I could. I probably could not watch a Patriots game next year. I couldn't Belichick count. to the Giants. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. I want to hate that. My uh, my favorite thing, <laughs> Jesus, my favorite thing that Dylan said at Friendsgiving was that he asked for beanies for Christmas because he couldn't wear his Pats ones anymore. <laughs> I get made fun of. Everybody, everybody goes, "What's wrong with the fucking Pats?" And then yeah, I just you know, go on a, I go on a like, sixty minute long rant. Ten fucking years. Fucking deal, asshole. <laughs> hey, I did not think. Listen, hat in my hand, fucking hand over my heart. I didn't think this was possible for me. This is tough. You you Bears fans are some of the toughest motherfuckers I know. How do you do this every year? I tell you what, if they if the Pats end up taking the number one pick from the Bears, though, I'll lose probably. my shit. The, the Pats are probably my least favorite franchise in all of sports. And if they go ahead and take the number one pick from the Bears, I'll burn your beanies for you. That's fun. And your house. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't like I thought he was bullshitting at first, you know, because he wears a beanie all the time. Like yeah. I thought it was I thought it was a bit, you know? And then he's like, no, I can't I can't fucking wear these anymore. People make fun of me. I can't take this verbal abuse anymore. I had I had twenty I had twenty years sitting on a fucking throne, boys, and now I'm down in the fucking outhouse. I'm fucking tired of it. I've only been God, there dude. fucking if, four if years. I'm fucking, tired of it. If the fucking pats take Marvin Harrison away from us, <laughs> our friendship is over. <laughs> well, you better hope they don't roll gonna, fucking 10 and get the neutral ending. We're going to have fucking friends giving and I'm going to have to have two separate ends of my house for all the You're going to have to have fucking out. referees, bro. You're going to throw. <laughs> I, I might sound get my ass the house. Work, but I don't care. We, if fucking, we take, that means war. If we take Marvin and we have Mac Jones throwing him balls, don't worry. We'll 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 have to get rid of him. Like we just we can't. Don't worry. You guys you guys get him cheap, guaranteed cheap. Dirt fucking. You can send you, you can trade us fucking uh, Roshan Johnson and a and a seventh. And here you go. Here's your fucking Harrison. We don't fucking need him. Mac can't fucking hit him. <laughs> fucking pasty white bitch. Bargain barn time. Quick, fast, and in a hurry. These are the plays that jump off the board. Super easy for me. Russell Wilson, fifty seven hundred at Houston. Houston just gave up damn near a 400 clip to Trevor Lawrence. They just about gave up a 400 clip to Trevor Lawrence. 
They just about gave up a 400 clip to Trevor Lawrence. You play $5,700 for us. Mr. Unlimited's back. Broncos riding high. Denver, yeah, you play you play Russ here. You pair him with fucking Sutton, and you just forget about it. You're going to get value there. He's going to throw two tutties. He's going to have over 250 on the uh, in the air. He's going to run some on the ground. Sutton's going to score. He always scores. Sutton's going to score. He's a touchdown machine. Ride Mr. Unlimited here. Broncos country, let's ride. Ramondre Stevenson at 6K against the Chargers because, well, that's all we have. Um, <laughs> I love it if Max starts. I love it if Bailey Zappi starts. I love it if Drew Bledsoe starts. I You play you play Ramondre here at 6K. He balled out last week because he's the only offensive weapon we have. We have no receivers. We can't hit them. Checkdowns are Ramondre. I like Zeke here, too. You could probably, you could probably play both running backs, to be honest with you. There's nothing else we can do. There's nothing else we can do. The Chargers are fucking washed right now. Their coach is a fucking joke. Their coach is a, a melted dilly bar on the side of the fucking Los Angeles freeway. Just all fucking mushy and stupid. I hate his face. You know, the Chargers I don't, fucking suck. I don't think that that man can coach someone to wipe their own ass right now. No. <laughs> he couldn't coach me to huff paint in high school, and I, fu- I wish I was huffing paint right now. God damn, can I go for some paint? God damn it. Ramondre Stevenson, 6K. You play him and fucking re- benefits here. Last but not least, over under in this game is 49 points. The Commies and the Miami Dolphins. Jahan Dotson, 4,600K. Super fucking cheap. Super fucking cheap here. The Commies are going to have to keep up in this game. Sam House, Sam House time might be washed up. But Vegas is thinking there's going to be points in this game. Maybe they're all scored by fucking Miami. I don't know. They're going to have to throw the ball here. Uh, Jahan Dotson at 4,600. If he catches fucking five for 40 and a touchdown, he hits. That's all you hey, can Hey, you want to know a bet you should never take is Jahan Dotson to have four receptions in a game because if you do, that cunt won't catch a ball. He's due. He, he's due. He's due for one here. Uh, raggedy Ram- bitch. Ramsey's going to be draped on fucking Scary Terry here. Addition by subtraction, you play Jahan here. Dirt cheap plays. Uh, Wilson, 5,700. Ramondre, 6K. Dotson, 4,600. You run those three, you can get some of the heavy hitters here. You can get your fucking A.J. Brown. You can get your goddamn uh, Keenan Allen against New England, which I like that as a contrarian play. Um, Bargain Barn, those are your fucking picks. Week 13 <laughs> picks coming at you quick, fast, in a hurry. We got to go over our records, though. Uh, we didn't have picks last week, but let's go through the records here. Me and Kyle are tied 18 and 26. We are eight games back from 500. I did it, guys. JB still leading the pack 25 and 19. An incredible year for JB right now. Um, CJ won't even bring it up, but if I did, I'd say you were 14 and 30. Hell yeah. <laughs> hey, I've won three. I've won three games I'm, since the last time I checked. I'm not bringing it up because I'm not a dickhead. Um, I'm rolling, boys. I'm winning that Tiger bet this weekend, too. Seahawks. <laughs> sure you are. Seattle Seahawks. Traveling to Jerry World. Over-under is 47 and a half. Cowboys money line, minus 425. Um, This one's in a, a real easy play for me. You play the Dallas Cowboys eight and a half here. Um, Geno has not looked like Geno. Uh, this Dallas defense is tough. They're humming back-to-back primetime games for Dallas. I don't see how you cannot lay eight and a half here with Dallas with how they're just blowing teams out of the water. I understand it's Seattle, but I just don't. I I close my eyes. I think of this game. 
I see 30 to 10. I think the Cowboys roll, so we take them big here, eight and a half. I'll go next as I'm going the same thing, Dallas, eight and a half. Uh, Dallas has a over a hundred point point differential at home. They are very good at home. I don't know why, but whatever. Gino, I think, just has I think that elbow is more of a problem than they're saying it is. It's been three weeks since he's been good. It's been three weeks since he hurt his elbow. It makes all the sense to me. Dallas eight and a half easy. Yeah, I would go Dallas eight and a half, but I'm going under just because it's a primetime game. I think Dallas probably smacks them, but I just don't like taking spreads that big, even though Dallas has won most of their games by 20 plus. But the under has hit almost every single fucking time this year in these primetime games. So I'm going to roll with it. So Geno Smith's elbow. He basically didn't practice at all last week. He went up to his toughest defense. He was clearly rusty um, going into that game. Didn't have the reps he needed. Um, I wasn't happy with the performance. Well, hang on. Let me tell the GM. uh, um, The uh, Cowboys, yeah, they've been rolling through teams. But, um, you know. Fuck the Cowboys, man. I just can't. I'm I'm going to go ahead. Yeah, I'm looking at reports right now. Um, Gino Smith's elbow, night and day difference, heading into the Cowboys showdown. That's from Pete Carroll. Um, That's what I'd say, too. Full, full – no, you wouldn't. Uh, full – because you're the most negative man in the world. Um, <laughs> full week of practice for Gino. Uh I'm going to take them to cover eight and a half. Um, if it doesn't hit, it doesn't hit, but I'm not a quitter. So go birds. I am. That's fine. I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> well, call me a fucking big mouth Billy bass. Take me to the river. Plop me in the fucking water. Um. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I mean, I fuck, man. I kind of want to take Seattle now. I don't know. It's so, it's you so stupid. motherfucker! Don't you dare! It's kind of stupid. <laughs> it's kind of stupid. Like, yeah, no, yeah, no. Okay, Dallas. Yeah, Dallas. <laughs> the Denver hey, Rock on Sunday. Watch on Sunday. You bet on the fucking Seahawks, <laughs> dude. I've done that so many times. Bet against my yeah. bet on here. <laughs> Oh, yeah, if I could just – every time I say some sort of sports take, you guys should just fade exactly – just run to the sports book and just <laughs> well, go that. against what I say. If you guys I, probably be fucking rich. If I flipped mine, I'd be fucking, what, 30 and 14? That's a great record. <laughs> yeah, we, we we just fucking uno reverse our fucking records. Yeah, CJ's 30 and 14. I'd be up fucking three grand this year. JD, what are we talking 19 about? 19 and 25. <laughs> <laughs> so who's really the good better here, boys, huh? Yeah. <laughs> fucking Uno, fucking draw four, fucking reverse your mother. God, I really didn't want to take the Seahawks. God Denver damn. Broncos travel to the Houston Texans. Denver Broncos are plus three and a half over under 47 and a half. Broncos money line plus 154. Uh, I'll start here. Uh, this is all Denver Broncos. Um, I'm sold by what I'm seeing from Denver right now. Uh, they have righted the ship from a absolutely miserable start of the year. Um, I think a lot of people are going to be 
chasing the Texans right now. I'm looking at the money on it. I'm looking at 63% are on Houston. Not huge favorites, but kind of fucking they're, they're kind of people people think Denver's gonna hang out in this. I expect more money to funnel in to the Texans, though. I wouldn't be so shocked if this line moves down to three. Uh I like Denver Broncos three and a half here. I think they're gonna keep up. Like I said, this Texans team just gave up 346 to Trevor and the Jaguars who are infinitely a better team than the Broncos, but the Broncos are playing people tough. They've beat they beat some quality fucking opponents here. I think they're going to hang around here. I think Russ will keep them in the game. I think the running game will be there. I think CJ's going to get his. What's the over-under here, I say? 47 and a half. Points to be scored here. I'd like this to be a field goal game. I will take the Denver Broncos. Uh, nice. I'll go next. Uh, easiest pick of the week is the over here. Uh, Houston has been in nothing but shootouts this year. Other than the Carolina fucking what the fuck was that game, Um uh, They've been putting up 30 to almost close, pushing 40 points every week almost. So uh, on top of that, look at what Bronco, the Broncos did last week scoring-wise um, and just this season they've been consistent on offense. And uh, I just think there's probably 50 to 60 points scored in this game. Yeah, I'll go next. I, I'm going over as well. Shocking over. King goes over. Um Oh, Denver's shit. been real. Fuck off. <laughs> I'm fucking. I'm done with your fucking bullshit. Uh, anyway, um, Denver's been good the last four weeks, man. They beat Kansas City. They beat the Bills. Beat the Vikings. Beat uh, Cleveland when they did have Deshaun. Um, their defense has been better. I I would I want to take Denver in this game, but I, I think the over is the easier pick here. Um, if you take away their turnovers from the defense, they're not very successful when they work the whole field. They're very good on a short field. They'll score every time they get a turnover on a short field. But for whatever reason, there's still some issues moving down the field consistently. Um, But outside of that, I, I think this Houston defense can be taken advantage of. And I also think that Denver's defense can be taken advantage of. So I, I think 47 and a half is easy here. So first off, I've just got the Texan little page pulled up here, and I just threw myself off because I saw. Do you guys know what Tank Dell's real name is? No. Fucking Nathaniel. Nathaniel. <laughs> Dell. <laughs> I just saw that shit over here. And threw myself off track, but Nathaniel anyway, Bell. every part of me wants to go with the Texans because I think I, like I mentioned last week, I think I'm a closet Texans fan, but. Though they've been winning, they've been winning close games, and the Broncos have been fucking rolling, so I got the Broncos plus three and a half. I think it'll be a close one. Not sure the Broncos win, but I don't think they lose by more than three. All right. And now that I know his name is fucking Nathaniel Dell, (laughs) I don't think he's going to light him up. Minus two points for the Texans. (laughs) (laughs) Last game on the card. Uh, what is it? San Fran at Philly. The <laughs> San Francisco 49ers travel to the Philadelphia Eagles. Two and a half point road favorites. Wait, what? San Francisco. Oh, fuck. Yeah, San Francisco two and a half point <laughs> favorites. Over under 47. Um, Eagles plus money at home. This is a trap. Yeah. <laughs> this is a fucking trap. 
This yeah. is this is a tra- this is a trap. I've already got my pick. This is a trap. Oh man, I'm wow. I'm fucking feeling froggy. I'm I'm gonna roll. Son of a bitch. I think I'm running Niners minus two and a half here. Uh, I th- I think this is a ba- obviously a battle of the two premier teams, the NFC. This is going to be a great game. Uh, but I think with San Fran, you've got shooters across the fucking board. I think you have athletic linebackers that can kind of contain the scramble and mobility of Jalen Hurts. And that was a huge emotional game for them last week, a galvanizing game. But this is it. This is your NFC Championship match right here. And if I think that the Philadelphia Eagles are going to go to the Super Bowl, which I hope they don't, I still hope it's Dallas so I can at least be 50% right on my pick. But let's be realistic here. The Philadelphia Eagles are probably the cream of the crop in the NFC. And you could say that fucking the Niners are the straw that stirs the fucking drink. I'll go Niners two and a half here. I talk myself into it. Okay. Uh, Flippity-floppity, bro. Like, Eagles plus two and a half. Uh, I don't know if you guys watched any of the post-game stuff from that last game. You look at that, the look on Jalen Hurts' face. He's fucking playing angry. He's sick and tired of being home dogs as the defending NFC champion. Two weeks in a row. Um, uh, This, 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 this is all Eagles. Like, um, but you're right. This isn't just the two premier teams in the NFC. This is the two very best teams in the NFL. Um, and I just, I loved everything about that post-game interview that uh, Jalen gave on the field. He looked pissed. Um, he looked angry. And it, it, I think um, people need to stop sleeping on this Eagles team. Uh, not necessarily sleeping on wins and losses because you look at them 10 and one and they, they have beat good teams. They have beat bad teams and their one loss again, just like Houston had with Carolina, a what the fuck game with the jets. Um, so I think minus two and a half easy clap. Uh, and also this over is a fucking joke. There is not 47 points in this game. You're talking no. about two of the best. I know how good both teams are offensively, but they're also probably the two best defensive teams too. I don't think there's 47 points here. I think there's probably 35. I think that's fair. But I, I think under's a really fun bet here too. Um, but I love the Eagles here, especially after that win last week. I'll I'll go. Um, Niners minus two and a half. That I I know how good these teams are, but that Philly secondary is going to get eaten alive by Brandon Ayuk and Debo. Like there's, I just think that San Francisco has too much on offense. I know that they're going to get pressure, but Brock Purdy's like seventy eight percent completion rate under under pressure. So like, it's fine. I I just don't. I don't think that Philly has enough on offense against that defense to beat the Niners. That's all I got. I'm not going into depth in this shit. I would argue Philly's got damn near as much on offense as the Niners do. If we factor in the Jalen Hurts factor, 
They don't they don't have the Christian McCaffrey's clearly better, but their receivers are significantly better. You can't Devontae Smith and AJ Brown? Debo's taken a step off a cliff this year. But Devontae's anyway, been absent all year though. No, so what you're saying is it's a year, not lately. Yeah, it's a wash. Receivers like, are a wash. It's fine. I just think I just think that I think receivers are are a push is a better word here. I th- I think I yeah. think that I I you can match what AJ Brown can do. Mm. I think fucking Debo can match what Devonta's going to do pretty easy. Yeah, I don't think it's a stretch. Hey, hey, fun fact: uh, Brandon Ayuk, a worse receiver this year than overrated DJ Moore. Congratulations <laughs> to the Bears. We've got something. Just saying. Shout out Bears. <laughs> Just saying. Anyway, uh, this it, is the hardest. I, yeah, go ahead, Jake. This game I'm is a pr- this game is a mental pretzel. I'm sitting here. It looking is. At, it's bad. I'm looking at covers.com and JD before you go. It's split down the middle. Forty seven percent of the money coming in on San Fran, fifty three on Philly. Yeah, I've gone back and forth four times since we've been talking here, so I'm glad I'm going last. But I think it just comes down to Jalen Hurts for me, and I he's a fucking dog. He's I don't think he lets them lose in Philly. Not. Eh. I think it'll be a really fucking good game, but. I'll take Best Philly game plus of the year. And a half. Best game of the year on any slate by far. Um, you know, I told you guys earlier in the week, I think there's been like three, maybe three really, really good football games uh, this year. Um, and this is number four. I think this is going to be the best game of the year until it happens again for the NFC Championship. <sighs> Love it. Mortal lock time. Fellas, I'm going to Sunday night. I'm going to Lambeau Field. I'm going to the Kansas City Chiefs and Green Bay Packers. And I'm going the Packers plus fucking six. I like it. That's all I got. That's all I got. I'll go because I got a little story for you. So, Tampa's got Carolina at home this weekend. I should have done this all year, and I should have took whatever the fucking spread was against Carolina, and I'd be a fucking millionaire right now. If I just rolled my money over all the time, <laughs> I'd just make all the money in the world. This goddamn team, they got a midget with a limp noodle for an arm at quarterback. They've had two head coaches in less than a year. They've had 15 coordinators in and out of the building. Their owner is just a complete and utter dumb fuck. Carolina's trash, okay? It's Tampa minus four at home. Mike Evans probably has two touchdowns in this game. It, I'm looking at five. Yeah, it's okay. four or five. I'm taking them at four. Right All right, I'll go next just because you set me up perfectly, CJ. Panthers plus what I put four. <laughs> Panthers plus four. Um, they got a new coach in there. I think they finally open up the offense a little bit because they have not thrown the ball more than fucking 20 yards downfield all year. Trash. And I know you guys say he's got a limp noodle as an arm, but trash. They haven't even attempted to pass that far. Like fuck. So yeah, I think they open it up Jake, a little bit. They have a little more if energy. Dylan is taller there. than your quarterback. You can't play. Stop. Um, I think Bryce's not gonna say he's gonna light him up, but I'm five eleven. Whatever. <laughs> he's not six foot. He's not six foot. <laughs> <laughs> you said that yeah. like I'm short. I'm, I'm average male height. Uh, not in the NFL, you're not. That's above average. Average, average male dick size, too. Hey. <laughs> they say the big ones hurt. 
Uh, I'll go. Um, just because it's the opposite of what I've done all year long. Um, I'm going to go Detroit minus four in New Orleans. Uh, They're doomed. No. Uh, who the fuck are you talking to? <laughs> fuck I'm- off. I love the my, Kyle, I, love the, I love the Kyle thing here. I ha, I have not been on Detroit at all as of late. Yeah, Memorial Walks minus four Detroit. In fact, I picked <laughs> against them in back to back weeks, and I was almost right twice. Um, almost right twice. Hey, <laughs> all about the positives here. I'm a whole there class. Uh, but I just, you know, I think they're embarrassed as they should be uh, about what happened on Thursday. Because I don't care if you think that Green Bay can win a game, it's Green Bay, and you're supposed to be the premier team in the division, and you still fucking lost on Thanksgiving again. Um, it was the moon, so man. These have been probably the four worst practices that these guys have seen since high school. Um, because I think Dan Campbell is just punishing these guys, and they're going to come out playing pissed off, angry, another – adjective for being mad um hey there it was being mad uh they're just i think they're gonna roll through the saints because the saints are the eights again uh and uh detroit has been one of the best teams in the nfl this year i will admit it uh they've had two really bad weeks though so they, you really want to see that bounce back from a team that Beat the defending champions on opening night, um, and have had some good wins this season. But uh, even though they beat the Bears, they, it really seemed like a loss for them because of how poorly they played. And then they did lose on Thanksgiving. So <clears throat> you really need to see a punch in the mouth from the get go. They need to get uh, St. Brown going early. They need to get Gibbs going early for my sake. Um, and, uh, you know, fuck David Montgomery for that touchdown. Fuck him. Dirty bitch. Great picks. Let's go into this week's shooting the shit topic, and then we will get out of here. Uh, fellas, if you were in charge of doing your own reality TV show, you are a director. You get to set the plot, maybe talk about the cast characters and the title of your reality show. What would it be? Um, I've wanted to do this my whole entire life. I want to do the ultimate fighter, but I want to do it with drug addicts. I want to call it the ultimate, the ultimate. I want, I want to listen. We can't fix the problem in this country. Let's monetize it. Let's find the biggest fucking crackheads we can find. 16 of them. We'll have, we'll have tryouts, crackhead tryouts and just make them get loaded and beat the fuck out of each other. Like this I'm has talk- been done once before. <laughs> what, what? What do you mean? I mean, bum fights was close. Uh, I, I, I want like a spectacle. Like I want to have like a hundred million dollar budget. Like oh, we yeah. can have. We can basically just go around from like uh, halfway house to halfway house, or like fucking rehab to rehab, <laughs> and find like a big jacked up Brock Lesnar motherfucker who's addicted to like meth, and be like, we'll sign you to a six figure contract. <laughs> But to be in the ultimate crack kid, you can have teams like you could do like fucking you know red team. You got you got heroin versus crack. That could be season one. <laughs> season one can be Booth versus Crystal, 
And it's basically like you have camera. <laughs> it's basically like the ultimate fucking fighter. I want a cracked out Rampage Jackson breaking a fucking door. And the incentive is just more drugs. Like we can't <laughs> fix the problem. Let's fucking monetize it and let's make it for fucking enjoyment. We already do that with fucking college sports. Before they were getting paid, they were just college athletes for our fucking entertainment. I'm doing something. To, I'm giving these crackheads a platform. The ultimate crackhead. How? The star of season one is Dion's crackhead cousin. Yeah, Jumbo. <laughs> yeah. Dion, Dion can get me the details for Jumbo. I'll make him a coach. Coach Jumbo. And like, we'll have, like, I'm not talking like gloves and shit for like MMA fights. <coughs> bare, knuck, knuckle. bare knuck, tape knuckles dipped in glass. And like, <laughs> you can have like fucking the red, you can, you can have all the stereotypical. You can have like the oh fucking redneck God. crackhead, the redneck crackhead. And then, like the squirt gun Kelly looking heroin guy, like start beefing. He's like, Cle- <laughs> Cletus ate my uh, tur- my my cold cut turkey sandwich the other day out of the fridge. So I went and confront him, and he 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 jammed a needle in my eye, and now I got this eye patch, <laughs> and I gotta fight him in six days. I'm gonna fuck Cletus's ass up, and then be like, all right, boys, we want a good clean fight. Winner gets an eight ball. Or like you can get them loaded before they fight. Get them fucking completely tanked before they fight. They're all like fucking wide eyed, like this, licking their lips, doing a lot of this. I think it would be fucking riveting television. You could you could a hundred percent put it on like fucking Fox, guaranteed. <laughs> the ultimate crackhead. Oh goodness! I'll go, I'll go next. Uh, so I hold on, hold on, hold on. (laughs) You tell me you would not tune in on a Tuesday night (laughs) to watch June Bugs versus a fucking crap versus fucking instead of Mickey Mouse, well, like Methy Mouse, like a little tiny guy. (laughs) Real high pitch was this? So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I've got the words now. You mean to tell me you're gonna get some crackheads and some yes. some some black tar heroin addicts? Yes. Buy them supplies and a stash. Yes. yes. Force them to relapse. They are already <laughs> hardwired for it, so I'm not forcing anything. Okay. 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 I asked the question: Would hold you on, like hold on, let me, hold on, I retract and all this heroin, or would you like to go I back retract. to your den? I, they I do it and you have a line out the door. Encouraging them. <laughs> and crack, crackhead is disrespectful. They're athletes. They're what? Athletes. They're athletes. Crackhead athletes? Yes. Okay, okay. I just wanted to get the verbiage right. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I don't think that I can co-sign this, uh, but I'm proud of you. I love Thank you. you. And uh, <laughs> next time, I think you can do better. <laughs> I, think, I think it's. I think it's gonna be. The, I think it's the best fucking idea we got. <laughs> All right. Um. So, I decided that I would like to merge. Basically, I don't know if any of you guys have ever seen the challenge, but so they do like you start with like thirty six people or whatever, right? Uh-huh. You do like daily challenges. Whoever wins has immunity, and then you can send somebody to elimination, right? Then they go against the shittiest person, and whoever wins comes back. So I thought, why why don't we just merge that concept with golf? Okay, 
So we'll start out with like, it's obviously golf. Why would it not be golf? And this is genius. So you'll just, you get, we'll start off with like fucking 15 guys, right? And then you get 15 golf pros, like pro golfers, not golf pros, pro golfers. And you match each of them with a person. Okay. And then you go through the weekly challenges. The shittiest one, the best one gets to pick whoever goes against the shittiest one. Shittiest one gets out. You fucking win it. You get on the corn ferry. There you go. Okay. I like it. That's all I got. Mine's short and okay. sweet, so I'll go next. Go ahead. Um, so similar to uh, like naked or naked and afraid, something along those lines, except you just take a bunch of rich fucks. So say go up into the Hamptons, just pick a bunch of these rich whores that have never been out of their daddy's house, drop them in the middle of a Nicaragua. See how long they last. <laughs> I feel like that would make for some excellent TV. And I thought I came off as a woman hater in this show. No, it doesn't doesn't have to be women. I, I, I was just using that as a okay, oh, okay, okay. There will be a mix. There will be a mix. <laughs> um. Okay. So, all right. I don't know if there's ever been a show like this. So, you get this. You get it. A celebrity type and like they pull all these pranks these like really mean pranks like I'm like going to prison for doing this pranks and then like at the very end of the prank the camera crew sneaks up and like oh you just got punk and you know who the host would be Ashton Kutcher dude yeah man is that a show yeah dude is that is that a thing that already happened yeah Mm-hmm. Oh shit! This, um, this is a bit, right? Yeah, yeah it's a fucking. Yeah. Bit. I'm paying yeah. off of something I did like six months ago to to you. Um, but uh, <laughs> this is an idea. I think... It's a cup. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. It's, it's a, a cup. cup. It's a cup. <laughs> and Beach was the only one that popped for it. <laughs> I did. I did. I popped real good for it. Um. Mine would kind of be similar to what um, Beach was saying, but I don't know. Like, <laughs> you, you take, hold on. Uh, you were just harping on for it being a bad idea. Yeah. Well, well, you got to pick the right clientele. So, you know how nerds are like overly, like, okay, I'm a nerd, so I can speak to this. We are overly emotional about the content that we love. So, so instead of like bum fights or like addict <laughs> fights, um, ultimate crackhead, ultimate, ultimate crackhead, oh, say it right, <laughs> ultimate crackhead fighting championship, um, UCF, ultimate crackhead fighting. Um, you take like rival fandoms, so you know how like people who love Lord of the Rings like shit on Star Wars. But it's yeah. like a whole season of fighting, and they get to use whatever weapon is in the lore of the thing that they like. Oh, and fucking lightsabers against hold on. goddamn. Yeah, Holy here, shit. here's the best part. And at the end, we euthanize them. Oh! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Left turn. Um, uh, I do what have one fuck, last quick man? thing to say, though. Um, yeah. and I feel like another fun one would be like, Taking the warning labels off of everything in the world and just filming it—that would be kind of <laughs> cool. We'd cut down on population and have 
entertaining television for free because you could do it all on CCTV footage. On a real note, how many people do you think would drink paint? Dude, we'd lose a third of the world population, and it would be great for the universe. Just from paint? No, I'm if for all of it. It's like But if you're taking like, if you take all the warning labels off, you're taking the don't huff me off the spray paint, and then Dylan's back in his old niche. <laughs> no, I, I unlocked my true <laughs> form. <laughs> Doesn't say so. It, it's like that fucking sprite commercial with Drake when he takes a sip of the sprite and his head like opens up and the sprite comes out. That's like me with fucking Krylon. <laughs> that's that's my peak brain fucking uh, form. I want to walk back Ultimate Crackhead. I want to do Ultimate Whore. Okay. You find 36 of the dirtiest, rotten fucking crotch fucking whores in the world. You put them on fucking just the, the Ultimate Whore off. It'd be like South Park where they did like a slut off between like Paris Hilton and Mr. Slave. But I want 36. Like I want I want girls with body counts in the thousands. Jake, you can That's host. a lot. <laughs> fucking gross, man. Yeah, it's it can't it's not gonna be oh yeah, he, he, I'm such a because oh, you know she didn't I, shower a thousand times. I always no. go, I always go home. I always go Most home with somebody from the, the bar. Same time. I, I don't want fucking, oh, I go home with somebody from a bar every night. Like, I want somebody who's like, yeah, I have, like, this fucking book like this. Numbers. Call them up anytime you want. <laughs> and the this the ring that we build will be right in front of Jake's favorite bar. So he doesn't have to go far. I don't think I want any part of being involved in that. To well, be you're the host either, either man. You don't, like, have a cho- you don't have a choice. Unless I'm in a fucking hazmat. Like, fuck off. <laughs> Listen, listen. Thousands? Yeah, but I, I, ideally, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't want like twenty or thirty. That's hey, mostly. they can. You know what? We'll give that, them. See, we've we found the difference between whore and whore. Professional <laughs> athlete. I want an athlete. Yeah, and we'll give them free rides, free rides from their corner to the to the ring in Jake's fucking ad cap. <laughs> <laughs> there we everything, go. The, uh... Everything's coming around tonight, boys. Everything. <laughs> and it's brought to you by Rick PlayStation. You're goddamn uh... right. Rick PlayStation presents the ultimate horror sponsored by JB's Admobile and Tito's Vodka. What's the uh... <laughs> <laughs> what, what's the grand prize? A lifelong uh, a, a life amount of uh, STD checks. The grand no, prize for sure. The grand prize is a clean slate. Oh ah, yeah, right. Oh, we, we hire a we hire a shaman. No, we hire a fucking shaman with a giant <laughs> fucking rain stick, and he fucking bonks her on it the head in twice. Pass. It's bonks her on the it's in the bed. Bonks her on the head twice, and that thing that looks like that goes back to that. <laughs> That's the shaman. We gotta find a shaman. Oh god, just Rafiki yeah, her back into. And- yeah, like he, shit. Like he cuts a head off a fucking matter. chicken. It's in the past. <laughs> cuts a head off a chicken and like douses her in blood and spins her around three times, and then like it just tightens it. Listen, we gotta have so we got we're 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 fucking idiots. We're, we're, let's just go hang. We'll call we'll call we'll call a fucking a horse a horse here. I'm dumb as fuck, but I know what sells <laughs> and I know what would be entertainment. At least for me, I would I would be. Could you gamble <clears throat> on Ultimate Horror and Crackhead fighting? Of course you could. Well, if you gamble can gamble on, fucking, on the Special Olympics, you can gamble on Ultimate Horrifying. Gamble on euthanizing Listen, yeah. the fucking nerds? Like, we got to... What are we going to do? Revenge, 
We'll call the show Revenge of the Nerds, just to trick them. All the good ideas are taken, so we've got we have million dollar uh, ideas and five dollars worth um, of effort. I knew we should have gotten a lot of chicken. I want to bring something back here for just a second. Uh, yeah, I feel like I came off a little judgy. Don't get me wrong; I'm a big slut, <laughs> but gross. <laughs> Thousands, man. Thousands. Ugh. The ripest of the ripe. I mean, they don't have. You're, you're assuming they have to be dirty. Like, there's probably like high end escorts that have probably That's done not thousands. It. I don't know. No, you've done thousands. You're you're not clean. That's, I don't think it's possible. <laughs> you could be. You don't think like the most popular porn star in the world has done thousands of dudes? Yeah, I'm not. Uh, Yes, but if we're talking about like a regular person who's done thousands of dudes, porn yeah, stars like, are tested on a month. Uh, on yeah, a week it's to their week job. Basis. They're a little more professional about it. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> it's a little different. But... Yeah, Jake, come in my eyeballs and then piss in a bowl and I'll drink it. That's real professional. <laughs> they clean up afterwards, is what I'm saying. When you put they when you put them out, up. Right? <laughs> I'll just I'll just stick to crackheads. We'll, we'll shout out shout out Junebug. I, I love whores though. I love whores. <laughs> the ho- the whores can be like the ballet. They can be the ring girls. Ultimate whore. I, I miss, I miss the fucking gabagool. I miss my Carolina hey. whores. That's for sure. Hey, ladies, I'm coming back in uh, February or March. And when oh, I say the great back, gabagool now, when I say coming back, I mean coming on your back. Jesus Christ, I'm not. And I'm that not, was the high spot I'm of the that. show. I'm, I'm leaving that totally alone. That was the shout out glazed backs. Uh, that was the highlight of the show. CJ, and shout out Carolina Hoors. Let's uh, shout out cream pies. Shout out the cream shout pie out. factory. Open up that cream pie factory. That factory get go. uh, has been closed. <laughs> bullshit. I'm calling bullshit. From what I saw on Facebook, it's open. Nah, bro. I see kids all day at work. I see kids all day. Uh, who work. gives a shit? I don't need my own. What is that? Yeah, but what does that have? To you? Just because you see kids all day long doesn't mean you don't grab some bitch's hair and rail her from the back. That no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I don't want shit though. You're listen. I'm gonna. I, I, will, I hope you get. I hope you start mentoring some little kid. And then one day I meet him. I'm just gonna be like, you know what? We used to call this dude the Cream Pie Factory. <laughs> no, I'm gonna explain why, all your little this is fucking why I'm skeletons. Glad you guys don't live near here. That's I'm fair enough. To like... <laughs> That's fair enough. All right, fellas, you guys ready? Yep. All right, cool. For what? Like Beach said, go give us a like, give us five stars, share it on everything, do all that bullshit. We need it. I hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving. We had a good Friendsgiving. It was a hell of a time. Um, everybody, stay safe. Watch some football, gamble, bet your mortgage, but do it responsibly. Don't drink and drive. You heard it here first. Say fresh cheese balls. Cheers, boys.